Listen up. The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to the podcast participants and not to any participant's employer, organization, committee, or other group or individual. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. You know, for fun. So lighten up and enjoy. Oh, Stomping Jen, episode 89 of the Soft Serve podcast. Oh my God, can you believe it? 89. I I am Sawtooth Frank, and on this episode, we are going to be continuing our conversation about anti-racism by giving our reflections about an event that happened in our town recently. Our town being Belchertown, Massachusetts. And that event was the Belchertown Justice Collaborative's Ending the Silence, a Vigil for George Floyd and Black Lives Matter. We have some special guests on this podcast tonight. Many guests. That we are recording. We have... Uh, returning to the Soft Serve podcast, Space Unicorn. Say hello, Space Unicorn. Hi, everyone. Oh, so glad to hear you back on here. You sound great, Space Unicorn. And, of course, Ted. Hello, how is everyone doing? Also known as Tyranno Ted on my other podcast, Routine Expedition, a Land of the Lost podcast. You didn't even play the intro yet. Now, we have other guests joining us on the show. Those are the Belchertown Justice Collaboratives, Xavier and Maxwell Williams, and McKenna Troy, all Belchertown residents residents or former residents. So we're going to do an interview with them a little bit later. Now... Without further ado, I give you the Soft Serve Podcast. The Soft Serve Podcast. Creamy, delicious ideas without the creepy truck. Oh, yeah. No creepy truck. You know what I just realized? What did you realize, Stompin' Jen? This is going to be a downer, and you're like all like jazzed up. Nothing's going to be a downer. What is it? What'd you realize? Uh, so I read something about the ice cream jingle that ice cream trucks use. Yes. And, and I'm wondering I about ours. I am prepared to address that, actually. Oh, okay. What well, did you read about it, Stomping Jen? I read Please tell us. that. And uh, I actually want to thank our guest on episode 88 for raising awareness about this to me. Whore divorce. Yes. Go ahead, Stomping Now Jen. I don't remember what I read, except it was like that they were used, that the jingles originally the ice cream. were used in minstrel shows. Yes, in racist minstrel racist shows. Racist minstrel shows. Now, 
if you will notice, and I don't claim any conscious credit for this, the podcast opens with the ice cream truck theme and a mysterious figure, me, running from the ice cream truck and locking themselves into a room. At the end of the podcast, which everybody gets to, I am sure, (laughs) said mysterious figure flees from the room and assassinates the ice cream truck driver, ending the music. Now, I believe that is entirely appropriate, Mm -hmm. given what we learned about ice cream truck music. Yep. What do you think about that? Seems very challenging. Yeah. All right. That's what it all means, folks. That's right. We're lighthearted fun tonight. And if you will also recognize the speech at the end of the podcast, yes. given is about this bringing is not a criticism of together. your choices, you know. My choices cannot be criticized. Now, we have a podcast to get to. Yes, we do. Space Unicorn, how you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Now, I want to say, it's almost 10 o'clock at night. Why are you awake in recording a podcast? Because you told me to. Don't you lie. (laughs) Ted, how are you doing? Good. Just a bit disturbed by the recent events. What What recent recent events? events? All the shootings and all the racism. It's uh, unfortunate to see on the news. Yeah. All right. Well, I want you all to sit there quietly. We're going to talk to our guests, okay, from the Belchertown Justice Collaborative. We're going to talk to Maxwell and Xavier Williams and McKenna Troy. And afterwards, we're going to get your thoughts about the event that we attended last week, okay? But we want to hear from the organizers of the event first, okay? All right, so we're going to call him up now. All right, Stomping Jen. We are here with some very special guests. We have joining us to talk about the Belchertown Justice Collaborative's vigil for... George Floyd and Black Lives that occurred last week. Yep, but we're also just talking to the Belchertown Justice Collaborative, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we're talking to some of those folks involved in organizing that event. Yes. So here with us are Maxwell Williams, Xavier Williams, and McKenna Troy. So we're going to start with McKenna and say, hi, McKenna. Hi. Welcome to the podcast. It's great to have you here, and thank you for coming on to chat with us. So, what My would you, pleasure. What would you like our listeners to know about you? Yeah, my name's McKenna. Um, I'm a sophomore at Northwestern University, majoring in classical voice, and I love organizing. So doing this event was super exciting. Thank you. Okay, great. Thanks. And we'll go to Xavier Williams next. Hi, Xavier. Thanks for joining us. And what would you like our listeners to know about you? 
Uh, hey, how's it going, Frank? Um, so uh, I'm currently a rising senior at Belchertown High School. And um, I'm just happy everyone is um, listening into this podcast and uh, being aware. Okay, great. Thanks. Thank yep. And our next guest, um, last but certainly not least, um, we're going to uh, say hi to Maxwell Williams. Hi, Maxwell. Thanks for joining us. And what would you like our listeners to know about you? Uh, hey, uh, my name is Max. Um, and I'm a rising senior at BHS. Um, I would say, I think that everyone should know about me is that, um, is that I'm nobody special with any lengthy background, um, in organizing and protest just to prove that anybody can, um, anybody can do this kind of stuff. Cool. Okay, great. Thank you very much. Well, I first want to say, after having attended the event, the Ending the Silence, a vigil for George Floyd and Black Lives, how impressed I am with your organization, the Belchertown Justice Collaborative, Yeah, and what an amazing event that was. So I just have to take my, my hat off to you and say, um, well done. Yeah, you guys did an amazing, amazing job. There are many adults who cannot pull off and execute an event like you guys did um, last week. So really, you guys did yourselves proud. So thank you so much for doing that for our community and and for people of color in our community. It was amazing. Yeah. And I just wanted to ask, um, what is the Belchertown Justice Collaborative? I think there are yeah. some people who are listening to this who went to this amazing event yeah. and, and want to know who the Belchertown Justice Collaborative is. Yep. So anyone who wants to field that, um, feel free. All right. Um, we'll go, we'll talk to Xavier. So um, I think personally the Belchertown Justice Collaborative is basically a group of people who um, gathered ranging from high school to college students, um, basically working together to kind of establish a kind of like, a kind of um, kind of like a diverse statement in saying that together we stand against racism and we want to end this sort of like racism together and bringing awareness around the area of, especially Belchertown, around the area of Western Mass. Great. Okay, thanks. Anybody else want to offer a perspective on what the organization is or does? Well, we really started because in Belchertown, um, nothing was happening to support the Black Lives Matter movement. We are a town that's majority white, but we still have a lot of people of color and other minorities in our town. And it, what's cool about the movement is it started as white people and we were not happy that it was white people. And there's this argument in Belchertown that racism doesn't exist or like people of color aren't really part of the community. But as soon as we sent out and we're like, hey, whoever wants to organize this, like we will support you. It was proven entirely wrong. And since then, like people of color have been our leadership and have been able to pull off some incredible, incredible things, as I'm sure you saw by like our speakers and everything. Um, but our town really, really needed it. And that's the main reason that we formed. 
Yeah, do you know um, roughly how many people make up the membership uh, and leadership of the Belchertown Justice Collaborative? I saw, I know the organizers of the event who were there were wearing um, like orange. peach or orange colored shirts. Um, so I was just, and I, I saw probably at least 10 or 12 of them is were everybody who's part of the leadership of the Belchardown Justice Club were they were they at the event and do you know how, how many people make up your your leadership yeah we have about I think 12 or 13 organizers and it's entirely horizontal leadership there's no power structure all of our meetings are done in sort of a town meeting sort of way but with no selectmen um and we make decisions by coming to consensus with everybody in the group. Um, and then at that event, we had about 30 volunteers on top of our 12 leadership and everybody who volunteered or was leading was wearing a shirt. Cool. Okay. Horizontal leadership. I like that. Um, non-hierarchical leadership. Um, I'm part of a union and, uh, and part of union leadership and we have kind of a similar, um, horizontal leadership structure. So you have a flat organization. Yeah. So you get my you get my endorsement uh, for that. So your first event. So did you guys come together just to create this event, or what? You know, what are your plans for the for the future? What's the future of the Belchertown Justice Collaborative? What's next on your docket? So um. I'll say um, that um, from, uh, from my perspective, uh, uh, our biggest goal, um, even before the vigil, is conversation. And um, from my perspective, we were we were really heavily focused on the vigil, mm-hmm. so I didn't get much conversation of the future, but there has been some talk about ways of like ways to increase conversation and such. And, um, I think that, um, the vigil in its own sense was to be, uh, very. And, um, well, when we, when we started the vigil, um, I know personally me, I didn't expect as many people to show up. Um, I expected maybe a good amount of people. Um, hmm. Okay, I'm ta- I'm hearing that I'm, I'm breaking up a bit. So give me a moment. Yeah, and it might, if you want to try, you could turn you could turn off your video. That might help. Um, oh, got it. With your signal. Thank you. Sure. Um. So when doing vigil. Um, I think, or at least afterward, I think it opened eyes a lot more because of how many people attended and how much support that we got. Um, and it was quite interesting how, um, how much support we have. And definitely like when we were talking afterward about the response that we got, at least I had a feeling that this was much, this was something much bigger than we anticipated and that we might, we might play a bigger role um performing mm-hmm. but at the very least our future plan is to raise conversation at least in Belchertown and um and furthermore we'll kind of see but we're happy that we have so much support 
Yeah. Um, um, uh, Xavier or McKenna, uh, do you have any thoughts about what that additional conversation might look like? Is it potentially another event? Uh, would it be, um, I'm scared to even suggest um, online forums uh, <laughs> based on what I've seen in other uh, spaces online, but I'm just curious um, how you see that additional conversation maybe happening here in Belchertown. Um, so personally, um, in my opinion, um, we have gathered a lot of support from the vigil and uh, a lot more support than I initially thought we would get. And it kind of came as a shock to me, but it was awesome. But in essence, uh, we earlier just had a meeting uh, about how much support we got. And right now we're looking at actually expanding the group and seeing kind of like where our next project may lead us and uh, maybe possibly collaborating with other groups. One thing we've also um, discussed a lot is education. It's one of our main goals outside of raising the conversation. Um, so looking forward, one of we don't have an exact project lined up. However, we're mostly looking towards working with the Social Justice Club in our high school. And Xavier's actually on the leadership of the student union at the high school. So we're working to build a lot of bridges between all of the groups in Belchertown and to help educate and support and empower those groups to be able to do what they need to do. Cool. Great. And I understand that you've done or some connecting, for example, with the um, Belchertown Cultural Council. Is mm -hmm. that it? Yeah. And the Voices for Justice people and um, yeah. the Belchertown Cultural Alliance was your fiscal sponsor for this event. We didn't even talk about the event. Yeah, that and that and that <laughs> and that and that was going to be my next question Sorry. to kind of go. No, it's okay. It's a. Yeah. I mean, these are all great questions. Um, so you know, for our listeners who maybe didn't get to the event, or um, hopefully we'll encourage them to go see the live stream if it's still or the the recording of the stream if it's still up there on your Facebook page, and we it's still up there. Yeah. yeah. So we we encourage everybody to go watch it on the the. Um, the Belchertown Justice Collaborative Facebook page. Um, go go watch it. And I'll post the link to that in our show notes. Yep. Um, it's going to be there. So um, go watch that. But I'd love to hear from you all um, how, you, how you envision that this event was. Like, what right, was like it? Like, what was the event? And yeah. how, did it get, how did it go down? How would you describe the event? Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Xavier, uh, I guess we'll go to Xavier and then Maxwell if you want to jump in. I'm just watching the order of the hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, it can be a little tricky sometimes. Um, so, um, personally, from my point of view, um, it kind of it was kind of funny because like it started out really small, and um, I was since I was one of the speakers, of course. Um, it was kind of nice to see a small little com community and then um, it kind of got bigger and bigger as we started to see more and more people come in and it was kind of like really powerful to see all these people come together and you just kind of like saw like a bunch of people kind of like holding Black Lives Matter signs and just like kind of like in solidarity with you 
And uh, when I really took the podium, I could really see like everyone kind of like together on it. It was just really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, um, Maxwell, did you want to get in and offer a thought on that? Um, well, if you're talking about like, um, if we're talking about describing the event, I really don't um, have much to say beside the fact that um, that um, it was really just a simple event that was also really organized like well as far as social distancing goes. Um, and Xavier's right, we had a bunch of speakers, a moment of silence. It was just all really nice. Mm-hmm. I don't have too much to say about it, you know. Go yeah. watch the live stream now. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's still up. Yeah, absolutely. I would encourage people yeah. to go watch that live stream. And I don't know if there was an estimate of how many people were there, but hundreds. Like three I think. or four hundred, I think. Yeah, three or four hundred people. And um, I have to say, everybody was, not everybody, but the vast majority of people were wearing masks. We want to give a, a, a sound Thank of support you. to mask wearing. Yes. Thank you, people. And I, I thought people were trying to stay apart from each other and socially distancing. And it was a... Um, it was a vigil. It was right. a vigil for a protest. for George Floyd and right. Black Lives. And McKenna, do you wanna do you wanna talk to that some more? Yeah, I'd just like to point out that the only people not wearing masks were the people there in opposition. So, I mean, everybody who came in attendance and got all of our memos came COVID safe, mm-hmm. um, and we offered the people guarding um, our monuments masks and water, but. You know, you can't make anybody do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Can I I offer a little perspective as a participant, right? So so not only were people very respectful um, and socially distancing. So, you know, we got there as participants. We found a place to set up. Uh, We weren't quite sure what to expect, except we knew that there would be speakers. And um, I know that there was some art, which I think um, I'm not sure that I actually got a chance to go see. uh, so there was a bunch of speakers, um, and everybody had a turn to kind of speak. Um, very moving, uh, very impressive, very brave um, young people uh, telling us about the experience that they had in Belchertown throughout their years of, of living in the town, um, and just in general of, of how they felt, um, you know, which was really, really very, very powerful um, and very moving. Um can't remember if there was music there was some music at the beginning of the event before the speaker started talking right some poetry um uh i feel like oh and then uh just it was very well organized they had cones they had you know places for people to be they used they had their pa system you could hear uh, most of the time you could hear except for when um the jerks who were driving past because it was on a common area there were a couple of jerks who came revving their motors around the common, which was kind of irritating and annoying. Um, and it was hard to tell if it was intentional or not. And I really hope it wasn't intentional and they were just driving through town. Um, but, uh, yeah. And then, and then towards the end, I think at the last little bit, um, there was an eight minute and 46 second moment of silence for George Floyd. Yeah. And I'm glad I am, really grateful that it was an eight minute and 46 second moment of silence, Mm -hmm. right? Versus a, you know, a shorter or abbreviated moment of silence. You know, for me, as I was, 
you know, sitting there for those eight minutes and 46 seconds, you know, the thought crossed my mind about, you know, how uncomfortable, you know, it was for me to be standing there. Um, and then the thought, you know, and I'm glad it did cross my mind about, mm-hmm. um, the, 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 the terror and excruciating, you know, pain that Mr. Floyd must have been in, you know, as he was being murdered. I just, so I'm, I'm really grateful mm-hmm. that, it was the full eight minutes and 46 seconds. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, McKenna, you referenced, um, you know, some, some of the, the people who showed up in opposition. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I, I'd say um, I've been referring to them as the, the guardians of the monument. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about them um, later, but um, <laughs> I see, um, I see Maxwell uh, wants to jump in here. So, um, please go ahead. Oh, I was, I was, I was actually jumping the gun to talk about, uh, these, uh, mo- people under the monument. Cause I have a very, um, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm very excited to talk about them because <laughs> I, I, uh, had an extended experience with them. Yeah. I mean, feel free. I yeah. Feel free to offer those thoughts right now. That's totally fine. Um, I think, um, to address like why they were there. Um, I think. I think like anyone, uh, especially with all these, like you see all these protests and stuff happening for George Floyd. Like sometimes if you get the wrong information, um, even if you do get the right information, sometimes you, you just don't know what's going to happen. And, um, and you get scared. Um, and I think that, um, that what they did, I, I like the fact, I, I think it, in some sense it's very admirable that they dedicated themselves to standing around the statue. Um, and they certainly, for the most part, didn't bother us, which was absolutely fantastic. Um, and I, I even got the privilege, which I think is very interesting, to, uh, to even talk with them. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, I engaged them in some dialogue, which I think was very meaningful dialogue. And I love talking with them. Even if I may not agree with them, I thought it was great that I got a chance to talk with them. And um, um, maybe beside one minor action that may have disrupted things a little bit, um, I think they're all really great people. Um, even if they may not agree with us um, and our beliefs or views, um, I'm, I'm very much, I have a, a good amount of respect for them. Yeah, thank you for saying that, Maxwell. Yeah. I think I think that is a really mature, well thought out perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. for sure. Just set the scene. So, so we're talking about a civil war monument that is in the middle of a couple of different um, monuments to veterans. Yeah. Uh, that is in the center of the commons. There, are, I think, a few war memorials. War memorials in yes, that space. Correct. Yes. yes. And yes. I think the one that they were encircling was the the larger, taller monument. Right. Which I'm I'm not certain enough to say yeah, what it was. I don't even wa- know what it is. To say what it was. Um did they Maxwell share with you um why why they were there and you know, I'm 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 curious a little more about what some of that dialogue might have been and um things you might've learned from them in their perspective. Um, so, um, I asked them, uh, what they were doing there. Um, 
and um they they um th- it was interesting because they wouldn't directly respond that they were guarding the monument or they were standing around the they were like guarding the union statue mm-hmm. um i've talked with some of them and they would just say that they're just standing there yeah um and that was very interesting um i will say that um when i uh, talking about dialogue wise um it was very interesting on how um how uh, to engage them. Um, but there was some, there was a little bit of a gamble I took with that. I'm going to be honest. Um, with, with, cause I have some experience talking with people. I actually have a lot of experience talking with people because I don't know, I kind of like to talk. So, but, um, I would say like the beginning of, uh, this dialogue, um, there was back when we were setting things up, there was one of them already there. And he, uh, and this person had headphones in and, um, they were, they were like looking at music and, um, and I'm a person who's, who plays piano. So seeing sheet music and someone, it really fascinated me and I wondered what they were doing. Mm. So when I, I kept that in mind. And so after the vigil was done, when I first went to engage with them, especially, uh, this person was sitting around. Um, I first wanted to ask if they were doing all right. Um, I wanted to ask if everything was fine, if they were doing fine. I, di- I didn't want any of any of the people that were with us doing the vigil to harass them because that would make, not only that would make us look bad, but it's very, it's a very immature thing to do. Um, and so when I asked they were all right, um, they kind of had, they, they, I'll put it like, be rather frank and say they didn't sound exactly the friendliest with me. And I understand why. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's when I saw, that was when the person that I saw uh, writing on the sheet music was standing there. And then instead of walking away after that brief conversation, I asked about the sheet music. And um, and, um, then we just started talking about music, Mm -hmm. um, about what kind of music we we do, what, what kind of instrument you play. And um, I dialogued for a little bit, and um, and then I also talked with some other people. And uh, beside just learning, beside just learning the fact of how to have sympathy, and learning to sympathize or at least um, get along and get to know with people that may not agree with you, um, I also actually learned a little bit about, or it caused me to do some research into what they were about. Yeah. And I think, um, I think if you are going to oppose something or not agree with someone, you should at least know what they're about. So I did some research by myself and I did, um, I did look into what they were about and some of who they were. And it, it was really fascinating. I learned a little bit. Um, and while, uh, while I might not agree with it, I did take away some information about who they were and what they believe in. And that was also pretty interesting. Um, so I very much encourage people to, uh, if you don't, even if you don't agree with somebody, definitely reach out and talk to them like they're a human being. Give them respect because you never know. You might have a good conversation with them and you might get along with them, even if you don't believe everything that they believe in. Thank you, Maxwell. That's, that's an incredibly mm-hmm. mature perspective. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We're processing. Yeah. Um, so 
so given kind of what are we uh, four or five days after, how do you think the community generally responded to the event? What's your impression sitting here, you know, four or five days out about um, what the community thought of it? We'll uh, we'll jump back to we'll jump back to um, Maxwell. Then we'll hear from Xavier. Um. So um, I was actually with my um, not to get too personal, but before the vigil, I was with my partner, and we were at um the house, at their house, and we were, and their mother was, um was going through the Bouchtown community forum. And um, uh, it was very interesting because people were either spreading misinformation or people didn't seem to like the vigil or people seemed to be scared or there was a lot of mixed reviews on it. There were some people defending it, some people against it. Um, Like, to be honest, before the vigil, it really seemed like there would be um, almost, um, uh, maybe some people that would show up that would be against us beside the monument people. Um, maybe some people that didn't like what we were doing. Um, so it was very interesting and it was almost just as interesting to, um, see how afterward, cause I, I recently went to my partner's house and, um, afterward, it seemed like there was a lot of positive review, even on the, the Bouchatown forum where things are, uh, where things can be negative. There was a, a lot of positive review about the vigil, which was very interesting. Um, and I'm really happy that people liked what we did and they could see for themselves that we aren't trying to be threatening and we just want our voices to be heard and we want to spread and educate, uh, spread information and educate people. Yeah. Thank you, Maxwell. Xavier, what were you wanted to say about that? Um, I feel like it was kind of like interesting because even with the social uh, distance, um, and of course me having to wear a mask, even when I was doing my speech, um, I was even though I was motion uh, socially distant, I didn't feel emotionally distant. If that makes sense, I felt really connected to these people who were there, and even when I was like socially distant with these people, and I was talking with them. Um, they really were supportive of the cause. And I even talked to people who I didn't think I would originally talk to before because they really held that support. And um, it was really, really nice to see that support for all of us, and especially for a town like this where you don't seem to have a lot of support. And so it really shows that during a pandemic like this, uh, we are really close and we're not emotionally distant at all yeah mckenna yeah um i want to echo what maxwell said about the day of the vigil like all of our nerves were pretty high i think because we were getting a lot a lot of negative stuff amongst a lot of positive on the community forum lots of rumors were being spread that we were going to destroy things and all sorts of stuff that was just like a lot some threats of people coming and with guns and like it was just like scary um Mm -hmm. 
But one example I think that really showed how it helped, and I'm very grateful to Maxwell and Xavier because in the beginning, I'm very much like a rah, rah, like let's let's do something big and exciting. But Max and Xavier are much more tempered and smarter, even if they're like two years younger than I am. And they said, no, that's not going to be effective. Um, we need to do something low key and peaceful. And that's how we're going to make change in our town. And I said, great, like I'm excited, let's do it. And it worked. I think if we had a protest in Belchertown or another small town that's very divided, like it would only increase the divide. And an example of that is that one government official of our town, um, we were in communication with him a lot and he, he was very supportive. And I think part of that is thanks to some, you know, liberal groups who have been sending him lots of mail about how um, change needs to happen. And so he sent us an email originally and he sort of told us about like this worry and he was being very transparent about like what the government and the conservative sides of what was going on was worried about and that the town would not be happy if anything like that happened. Um, and then after the event, we got an email and it said, you guys did a really good job and I'm sorry I was worried about all of that. And that's just like a tiny example, but it's like these people who are very, very unsure and have a lot of preconceived, maybe racist notions that they've been raised with and aren't necessarily something they're actively trying to do, we're able to bring them in and bring them into this new mindset in a way that doesn't terrify them and can't be mangled by rumors. So I was super grateful to my peers for um <laughs> showing me that and I think it was really really effective and I hope that other places will try doing that too yeah I would agree yeah and I thought you know the group put a lot of care into advertising that this was going to be a, a peaceful event mm -hmm. right calling it a vigil and stating um the the intentions for what they wanted to do mm -hmm. and as some of you said you know there there was some um I'll characterize it as hysteria online or around the event and fear you know somebody referred to you all as a hate group and you know i'll give the i'll give the the community credit um the community immediately <laughs> jumped in and you know fought back against that characterization like really forcefully i thought that i was i was proud of our community for standing up for um bjc right in that way um yeah. Uh, Maxwell, was your was your hand up? Did you want to jump in and offer more, or did, was it left up from before? Oh, uh, I think it was. I think it's left up from before. Okay. I, oh, whoops, <laughs> yeah. I kept it left up. Yeah. Sorry just, about no, that. No, it's okay. I just wanted to make sure you got a chance to get oh, in yeah, there. No, thank you. Yeah. No, I'm just in here enjoying the conversation. <laughs> yeah. Um, now I, I wanted to ask. Um, I and I can't remember. Were any of you people who shared stories about? Um, experiencing racism in town. I know there were, there was a number of speakers, um, and I don't want to be presumptuous about who shared a story and who didn't. So, okay, so it looks like it was both um, both of you, um, Xavier and Maxwell. I, I wanted to ask. Um, that was an that was an incredibly brave thing to be able to do. I think to get up there and share the stories that I heard. Um, and I just wanted to if, ask if you could just share briefly um, what that felt like, you know, basically getting up in front of the town and saying, 
um, you know, racism does exist here and we need to confront it. And here's my story. Like, what did that feel like? I'm Xavier. Oh, sorry. Um, um, I feel like for me, um, it was relieving, but also very challenging. Um, you spend, especially me in the school system, you spend a lot of time, um, saying like using your voice and it's not heard and it's hard to stand up on that podium and to give it all you have to make sure your voice is heard and to tell them that like what you've been experiencing has been very wrong and that they're missing it and they're not seeing the point and it's kind of a struggle to like be on that podium and like not be sure if they're actually going to listen this time. Yeah. And if the people you're surrounded with, are they actually going to listen to you? And the only thing you can do is really just hope and give it your best shot. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, Maxwell. Um, I personally think, um, that even though I was a speaker, um, and I could have written the story. Um, I took a different perspective, and um, I'm actually the person that closed it with a prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, and first of all, I want to give credit to the original writer named, named I believe, Shay Claiborne, because I I did a l- slight miscredit of the prayer. Um, so it was written by Shane Claiborne, and then a person in my church edited it, then said it. I was so inspired by her prayer that I took it and then I edited, edited the one that she edited. And then I said it. Um, and I can tell you that, um, that when I was first up there, I, I just wanted to deliver a very powerful closer closure. Um, and I, I, I understood that not all people were religious or Christian, but I wanted, I wanted to do something that may have seemed fitting for the vigil and when I stumbled across, across across the prayer, um, I was very happy. And so I decided to do that. And it wasn't until, I believe, a day or two after the vigil that I learned that s- some people were saying the Lord's Prayer with me, which was said at the end of the speech. And mm. I thought, I got chills when I heard that. I, I was very proud. I was very happy that people listened and even said the prayer with me, which was very remarkable. Um, and I was just very happy to speak, even though I was very nervous at the time. And I wondered what kind of message I would send by saying a prayer, especially since it was so different than what everyone else had said. Yeah, thank you. And, you know, thank you both for having the, the courage to get up there, you know, in front of hundreds of people and, and, and share those stories. Um, you know, I, I you know the the bravery aspect aside yeah. the 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 eloquence of the statements were just you know above and beyond i yeah. think um and just just moved me um you know I, I i came i came out of that event you know for 24 hours just feeling you know the impact of that for a day i just couldn't stop thinking about it yeah um yeah. Um, McKenna, is there anything you want to share? Um, I know you didn't get up there and share a, a story per se, but any observations you want to make about um, 
the speakers and what you what you saw and heard in terms of the the testimonials we all witnessed out there? Yeah, um, I did speaker recruitment. That was one of my role in our horizontal system. Um, so a lot of these people who spoke have been my friends throughout high school. Um, but I went away for a year to college and now I come back and I reach out to all of them. And I'm like, hey, you guys <laughs> do this thing. And I was just both impressed and horrified at what my friends had had to go through and the fact that being white like I haven't had to experience any of that and high school's hard enough without having to experience all of these things that are just like trying to push you down further there's enough to deal with in high school nobody should have to deal with the things that all of my peers and friends have had to um but the fact that they were able like Xavier and Max and all of the other speakers, like these friends of mine were able to tell these stories that they hadn't even told me as a friend to three, 400 people and to tell them so, so incredibly well. My other job was to help like edit or like give feedback for their speeches. And they come to me with these stories and we have our dress rehearsal. And I'm like, guys, I'm already in tears. I, I don't know what to tell you besides to leave more pauses for people to celebrate your voice and to feel because, oh my goodness, it's like these, it's like all of these speakers just aren't, I guess when you have a story to tell and when you haven't been heard, you're going to make it good, I guess. And they definitely, definitely shared right from their souls. Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm getting chills to like listening to you mm-hmm. on multiple levels, right? Um, um, the, the stories were incredibly impactful and having to confront the fact that, yes, there is racism here in Belchertown um, and, and, and directed at the sons and daughters of our right. great town, right? right? And just hearing, and, hearing, you know, the experience, the things yeah. that they experienced. And I wanted to hug every single one of you guys that yeah. shared. And it was, you know, it's, it's, nobody wants to hear that people have gone through any yeah. of these situations. And what I, and what I also want people to take away from this is the just sheer amount of work and effort and thought that you all put into this. You did a dress rehearsal. I know, seriously. I mean, that, that is amazing to mm-hmm. me, you know, that, you know, you all cared so much about this and it was, you know, you put so much effort into mm-hmm. it that, yeah. you know, this, this was not, um, right. Uh, how, what am I trying to say? It wasn't Stomping a knee down. jerk reaction. It wasn't yes. like you could, you. you know, it could have been like, Oh my gosh, you know, there's these protests happening across the country. We need to do something. Let's just do it. It was very well thought out. You guys had the wherewithal yeah. to, you know, communicate with, um, try to reach out to other groups in the community, yeah. get all of the permissions that you may have needed. Um, yeah. You spoke to all the town government. I mean, you did you you did everything right that you yeah. could possibly do. And yeah. I really commend you guys. You know, yeah. there's you all you all are role <laughs> models and leaders for our community in my mind, really. Absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. There's you no guys doubt about all it. All deserve giant yeah. pats on the back. I mean yeah. That's not even the right thing to even say. I mean, no. so impressive. Yeah. Um, you guys really should be super proud of yourselves. Yeah. And so one thing, you know, I think as we as we're wrapping up and we're gonna let you go, I know it's a summer night, 
So there, there's probably <laughs> other places you'd, you'd rather be tonight. Um, but one thing I wanted to ask is um, how can people help um, mm-hmm. the, Bel- the Belchertown Justice Collaborative? So people who went to the event who want to lend a hand and get involved or support in maybe some other way, like what can... What can the community do to help continue your work? And McKenna, we'll go. We'll go to you first. Yeah, we have we have lots of suggestions on that front. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll list a couple. I'm sure I'll miss them. Xavier can fill whatever I missed or Max, um, but I'll just list what I can think of. Um, so the main things that we've said publicly are we've released a list artfully written by some of my other peers um, who are allies about all of the things that one can do to be an ally and the big purpose of that list that um, she emphasized and we all worked on it together was that allyship is a verb, it's not a noun. And I thought that was beautifully said because you can call yourself an ally all you want, but you're not an ally unless you're actively practicing allyship. So on our Facebook page, it's made completely public. Our Facebook page is Belchertown Justice Collaborative. It'll come up. There's some beautiful art of George Floyd as our profile picture. On there, there's a public post and there's a list of all the things that you should pledge to do if you say you're an ally. Um, And so totally go there, do that list. Another thing is we're already getting people reaching out to us from local towns that also struggle with a very divided community, um, asking for help in planning their own events. And we haven't officially organized a system for that help, but we are here to help and we wanna see as many other towns like ours um, have events where they feel safe um, and where they can really start getting those margin people on board with supporting um, the people of color in their communities. So try to organize your own small town event. It doesn't matter what age you are. You don't need to be like, oh, it's a youth-led movement. Let's let them do it. No, (laughs) if you want to do it, do it. Um, So we're happy to help too, and we'll figure out a way to teach you. I I loved that I asked how people could help you and you're here offering help to others. I just, yeah. you, you all exemplify leadership. I have to tell you that. Uh, yeah. So kudos, kudos to you all. Yeah. Um, Xavier and Maxwell, did you um, have anything you wanted to add about um, how Xavier people his, yeah. might be able to help? Yeah. Um, I think a lot of it, like my personal favorite, I like beyond this has done, it has been working for me for a very long time. And personally, my personal favorite would be talking about it. And like, for me, it's my favorite for so many reasons, because it doesn't take a lot and you can do it to anyone in any place really. And it doesn't really take a lot to know. It's just talking about it. And like, even just talking about it, giving that sort of education to people, really helps things move along and it's bringing awareness and like it does so many things at so much like it covers all the bases at like just doing a small simple thing and like as you talk it kind of like spreads too as you talk to more and more people and it's so efficient too and like the power of word and the power of voice we can't underestimate that and it works so well and I love it so much and that's why I love being in this podcast (laughs) which I really thank you guys for bringing me on because it allows us 
to have a discussion and to give a voice to these types of situations and to bring more and more awareness about it. And I'm really thankful for that. Yeah. No, thank and, and you. Again, thank you for taking the time out yeah. to join us. I, I've, I have valued hearing from you all so much. Um, Maxwell, did you want to jump in and offer any words? Um, I just wanted to, I mean, I think McKenna and Xavier word, worded, uh, worded that beautifully. Um, I suppose I'm just going to follow Xavier because I, I'm feeling the same exact way. And I'm very thankful that you, uh, interviewed us and I'm very thankful that you had us on your podcast. Honestly, thank you guys so much. Thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you for joining us. Stomping Jen, any final words? Oh, I forgot about that. I forgot to mention as a participant, but that pledge, that was so powerful. I love yeah. that you guys did that too. Yeah. That commitment. So yeah, everybody, maybe we'll read it out. Um, yeah. As part of this, um, yeah. we'll go to your page and we'll read it. Yeah. Out. And we might even play it. I have some audio, so we'll, yeah. we'll do that later. Um, but, um, um, I just want to, I just want to say to you all again, Yay. thank you so much, uh, for, for joining us. Yeah. Uh, I think you brought a dialogue to our, our town that yep. we needed to have. You did it. You did it in a way that modeled mm-hmm. how, respectful constructive dialogue is supposed to work and um, I hope it continues and uh, you're always welcome back to come on here for your next event or your next thing you want to talk about we'll have you back Um, yeah if there's any way that we can further support you guys just you know reach out and let us know and yeah yeah. okay well thank you Um, and I think that's it so um (laughs) Why don't you all unmute your mics just so we can all hear you say goodbye one last time. <laughs> yeah. yeah okay. Goodbye. Okay. Bye, everyone. Bye. Okay. Bye. 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 Wow, what a great interview. Wasn't that fascinating? Those kids are amazing. They are really incredible. Don't Those you think? They're young adults. They're not children. Super cool. Who called them kids? Me. Okay. I didn't I, think it was me. I corrected myself. They are young adults. Yeah. And people in our community should recognize them as role models and leaders. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Okay, Ted, you agree? Yes, I agree. Okay, now, I want to talk a little bit about what you all thought of the vigil we attended last week. Ending the Silence, a vigil for George Floyd and Black Lives. What did you think about it, Space Unicorn? What did you think about it, Ted? I felt that it was really powerful. And um, the counters with racism that they shared um, really made me aware of how cruel this world can be. Yeah. It just was really terrible to hear that um they suffered yeah and what we'll tell people um as we said in the interview and we heard in the interview is to make sure you go onto the belchertown justice collaborative's facebook page and hear some of those testimonials yeah um ted thinking back to the vigil we attended last week do you have any thoughts and opinions well I'd say it was both moving and eye-opening. Yeah. Um, what was eye-opening about it to you? A lot of the uh, things that they mentioned, um, 
in their stories, which I had never really thought about or had really seen or thought I had seen, uh, became apparent. I've seen them at my own school sometimes, and I've seen, uh, I've seen some, like, very, um, I've seen, like, minor microaggressions like that. Yeah, without naming your school, what, um, or anybody's name, okay, don't identify any individuals, can you talk about what kind of microaggressions you've witnessed? Uh, yeah, there is a African-American uh, student in my class, and people uh, like to make fun of the way their hair stands on end, and they like to pat it or stick things in their hair, things like that. Yeah, then that's completely inappropriate, and we heard at the vigil one of the speakers talking about being treated that way. And you witnessed it in your school. Yes, that is a thing I have seen. Okay. All right. Anything else about the event itself you want to talk about? I think it was extremely appropriate for uh, what's going on right now. And I think that... um, I think that people should uh, really take more time to think about the things that they said and... The, uh, the ideas that they put forth. Because I feel like a lot of... A lot of the people who are not thinking about this... a lot I think a lot of people are going to yeah. move on right after this and not continue to think about all these things that are happening right now. Yeah, do you remember at the end of the vigil event, they were talking about some action steps that allies who are anti-racist could take yeah there were actually 10 of them yeah please don't tell me you were able to memorize all 10 because (laughs) i cannot recall two of them um not all 10 okay Um, do you want to talk a little bit about what some of them were and this isn't a test so just is there any any that stood out in your mind as being action items that you would want to explore well, I think I wanted to explore all of them. It's just, it's it's difficult to remember all of them. I know there's a list yeah. somewhere, right? Yeah, I mean, maybe just think of one and talk about mm-hmm. it if you want to. Right. If um, you don't want to, that's okay, too. One was supporting a um, a black-owned business mm-hmm. uh, every, uh, every month, at least once a month. I think one was doing a reading on um, black history once a month and also watching a movie. Uh, there was... I. Hmm. I think I think they said something along the lines of yeah, you should like take a moment to like reflect and think about um all the discrimination and racism. And uh I don't have the list in front of me. Uh, That's so okay. We don't either. Those those were things that I was going to look at. Mm-hmm. I'll look yeah. at soon. Yeah. Maybe we can print it out and have it somewhere in our you should post it on the podcast. Yeah, we will. Yeah. And last but not least Stomping Jen. Yeah. What were your general reflections? I know you shared some of them with um, McKenna, Maxwell, and Xavier, but do you have any yeah. other thoughts you wanted to share about the event? Uh, you know, it's just, just the bravery, you know, just reiterate the bravery of these um, young people is not an easy thing to um, share. Uh, not so fond memories um and experiences that they've encountered 
with racism over the course of their lives. And um, I really commend all of them for not only the logistics of the event, but just the, the heart, the heartfelt um, bravery that they exhibited. I have audio of the action items. We could play that. Do we want to listen to them? Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. You'll have to bear with me for a second while I pull it up. Okay. I think it was, it was near the end. Was it? Yeah. Stopping John. Yeah. Okay. Excuse me. I'm sorry. It's okay. Let it's me almost see if, 10 o'clock. Let me see if I, I might turn into it. a pumpkin soon. Don't turn into a pumpkin. I don't know how I like these guys are still awake. squashes, not pumpkins. Squashes. Like black tea. That's a I haven't. I didn't even have an opportunity to have any Let's see tea. if I can find it here. Um, let's see how close we are. We get rolled up by the cop. Um, our moment of silence. That was the moment of silence. It was yeah. after that. Oh, maybe I did not record that. Oh, I'm so, I'm so bad. I didn't record it. <laughs> um, but <laughs> I did record it. the beginning where one of the speakers read a beautiful poem by Maya Angelou. Do mm-hmm. we want to hear that? Sure. Okay. You ready, Space Unicorn, to listen to this? Okay. Throughout watching what is happening with the Black Lives Movement, I have found a poem that perfectly captures the spirit of the movement and tonight's vigil. I will be reading... I know why the caged bird sings by Maya Angelou. A lot of wind here. A free bird leaps on the back of the wind and floats downstream till the current ends and dips his wing in the orange sun rings and dares to claim the sky. But a bird that stops down his narrow cage can seldom see through his bars of rage. His wings are clipped and his feet are tied so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown, but longed for still. And his tune is heard on the distant hill for the cage bird who sings of freedom. The free bird thinks of another breeze and the trade wind soft through the sign trees and the fat worms waiting on a dawn bright lawn and he names the sky his own. But a cage bird stands on the grave of dreams, his shadow shouts a nightmare scream, and his wings are clipped and his feet are tied, so he opens his throat to sing. The cage bird sings with a fearful trill of things unknown, but longed for still, and his tune is heard on the distant hill, for the cage bird sings of freedom. I know what she is describing. That was the poem. I know why the cage bird sings by Maya Angelou. Thoughts, space unicorn? Nothing? It's okay. Okay. Ted, any thoughts about that? I think it's a very expressive poem. Yeah. And it is a... Very interesting thing to listen to and try and derive meanings from. Yeah, and I do want to... Uh, the, the the poem and the reading of the poem was beautiful, but to anyone who would suggest we don't have a problem with racism in our town, if you listen back to that audio, you will hear somebody drive by and yell, White Power. I missed that. Yeah, I heard it. I heard it when it happened, and I just heard it as it was being played back. So I heard it too. Yeah, I wanted to call that out. So those of you laboring under the delusion 
that racism doesn't exist in our piece of small town America. Mm-hmm. I, I urge you to go back and listen to that. Uh, Stomping Jen, you found something you yeah. wanted to call to our attention. Uh, so I pulled up the commitment, the pledges. Would you like me to read them or not read them? What would you like to do? I wanted to read this them. This is your podcast too, Stomping oh. Jen. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. Let's go to Space Unicorn. Should she read the the action items and the pledge? Definitely. Ted? There's no reason not to. I cannot think of a reason why we wouldn't. So without further ado, please read them. Should we we ask the cats, Space Unicorn, if she should read them? Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a yes? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) He's licking my face, so. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, stomping. So, so here are the the allyship actions that you and your family and friends can take right now. One, set aside three hours a week to educate themselves on what it means to be an anti-racist. Two, next time you hear a racist joke, don't laugh. Ask the person to explain why it's funny. Three. Read one educational book about anti-racism, police brutality, or white supremacy before the end of the summer. Four, either teach three people the meanings of white saviorism, environmental racism, and gentrification, or learn the meanings for yourself. Five, have an educational anti-racist movie night with your family or friends once a month for the next 12 months. Research the director producer's intentions when creating the movie. Six, spend money at a black-owned business at least once a month for the next 12 months. Seven, vote in every election. And why uh, that last one I want to ask you about, Ted, and you, Space Unicorn. Um, Why is voting important? Ted, please. All right. So voting is an extremely important action we can take in a democratic, uh, in, no, in a democracy, anyway. Yeah. Why? Why is gonna? Why is voting in November twenty twenty going to be particularly important? Oh, okay. So, um, I, I'm gonna assume what you're hinting at. I'm is... not hinting at anything. I just ask questions, All right. please. All right. Uh, r- remind me of that's when the what that's when the presidential election is. That's right. All right. So, um. I'm trying to I'm trying to phrase this in a way not to express political views. You can express political views on this podcast. You're okay. a guest. You can say whatever you'd like. We have a president who, at times, is mostly blatantly racist and gaslights people, and is almost a, just a chaos creator. And they are not a very fitting president to lead a country having almost no prior political experience and sh- and um, going to any almost any of his speeches that is something that you can almost very easily see and in this election it's important to voice your opinion because if if this candidate gets reelected our current president Donald Trump some 
very unfortunate changes could continue to happen. So, for the last four years, President Trump has almost completely erased our previous president from from uh from the government. An a- an act that could be considered racist in and of itself, couldn't it? Right, and spiteful and hate and hate and very hatred filled and. He's done that much damage already, and he could continue to do even more with an extra four years given to him. So it's extremely important to voice our opinion in this election in order to make sure that they do not get reelected. And just about elections in general, it's very important to voice your opinion for what you think is right. Otherwise, it's a change that might not happen, and every vote counts. Every vote counts. Ted, Ted, I have to commend you. That was that was one of the most well thought out, eloquent statements I've heard about why we should vote against Trump. And before people accuse me of <laughs> indoctrinating you, um, could you just um, speak a moment about whether or not those are your own thoughts? Oh, they're my own thoughts. I've uh, I've looked at the I've looked at a lot of um a lot of news sites and I've heard a lot of the things he says there there's there's no way to indoctrinate anyone into into really not not disagreeing with his opinions because they're they just go they just they're completely ridiculous they're um it's it's, it's nonsense okay thank you Ted uh, space unicorn anything you want to say about why we should vote in November um we should vote in November um, is because it's just important to vote in general. But coming up, we have a very big election, the presidential election. Yep. And we have a chance to vote out Trump. Um, I'd like to say that, um, he has, um, he has said many racist things. And I don't think we want a president who abuses people just because um, they have a different color of his skin and they can't change anything. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd say let's have another baby, but I don't think we can do better than these two. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Number eight. Listen to black artists, but don't just listen. Spend time researching the history of black music and the way it's been appropriated. Nine, lift up black voices on social media. Make an effort to follow black creators and activists. Give them credit when you share their content. Ten, start educating your children. One way to do this is to read your children at least one book by a black author a month. And number eleven, Share this list of actions with other people you know learning about this work. Those are the action items, right? Those are the action items. All right, so do those things, and we'll post that in the show notes. Send that to me, Stomping Jen. Yep. Is there anything else we want to say about the event? Let's give these two an opportunity. We just spent an hour talking to some... Space Unicorn. Young adults. Any final words? Um, 
I thought this event... Speak into the microphone, please, sweetheart. I thought sweetheart. that this event was super powerful, and it had a lot of meaning. I sure learned a lot. Okay. And, yeah. And are you committed to learning more? Mm-hmm. Of course. And committed to... The 11 acts of allyship. Mm-hmm. And doing everything you can. Well, I'm not old enough to vote yet, so maybe not all 11. We'll, um, Good point there, Space Unicorn. We'll find you an absentee ballot and figure <laughs> out a way to... We're not going to commit know. voter fraud. Sounds good, to, sounds good to me. Says yeah. you, Stomping Jen. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ted, final thoughts about the event. Can no. I, while we're talking, I'm just going to play a composition by my friend. All this right. is called Flowers for George Floyd. Go ahead. All right. And uh, this is by Joshua Michael Stewart. Go ahead. It was very moving. They brought up some very good points and some very good ideas and some very moving stories. Uh, and my final thoughts about the event was the same as when uh, you asked us about our thoughts about the event at the start. I thought it was very moving, and I thought that it was very eye-opening. Okay, thank you, Ted. Insightful, insightful thoughts. All right, well... I think that's going to do it for our coverage of the Belchertown Justice Collaborative's mm-hmm. Ending the Silence, a Vigil for George Floyd in Black Lives, okay? Yeah. Go to their Facebook page, watch the whole event, right, Stomping Jen? Mm-hmm. The whole thing. You can see it there. Hold on. i got to stop this music, and I don't know how. Okay. Anything else as we're closing? Anything else you all want to say? Are we closing this topic? Or well, I can see I can see Stomping Jen over there is tired and doesn't want to continue the podcast. Continue. That's not true. Oh, I just can't use those headphones any longer. Oh, okay. Do you want to switch? They made me very uncomfortable. All right. um, well, the last thing we have to do um, is just again say thank you to the Belchertown Justice Collaborative for bringing this conversation to our town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and just elevating the conversation above and beyond what anybody could imagine. Yeah. Incredible All right. group of young adults. All right. We want to talk a little bit about um, how we're entertaining ourselves. Whoop, wrong bumper. Is that the list bumper? That was a list bumper. I thought you deleted that. I didn't delete it yet. All right, how are we entertaining ourselves? Um, that wasn't a question for you. Sure, it was. Okay, sure get closer was. to the microphone yeah, and answer that. Yeah, get closer to the microphone. I mean, who what? else are you asking? <coughs> what have you been up to lately, Space Unicorn? What are you doing? How are you what keeping busy? What shows have you been watching? What books have you been reading? What music have you been listening to? Well, I'm listening to a lot of 80s music because it's my favorite genre. What kind of 80s music? Um, pop, other things. Do you have a favorite song from the 80s? No, I like it all. You can't even name one? Nope. <coughs> How about I wear my sunglasses at night? Um, I What's like that other one that you like a lot? Talking in your sleep. Talking in my sleep. Talking in my sleep. Not your sleep. Talking in my... Talking. How does it go? I see feeling that you... I see the, the secrets, secrets that, that you keep. keep. When you're, you're talking, talking in your sleep, 
You like that song. <clears throat> what do you like about it? Um, I don't know. I really like the music. Um, I think she likes synthesizers. Yeah. Um, it, ask her what a synthesizer what's is. What's a synthesizer? A synthesizer is I have no idea what that is. <laughs> but she likes it. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't see any talk I don't see any talking in your sleep. I don't see I it. See. The secrets that, that you keep. It's not called here. talking in my sleep. No, it's talking in your sleep. Yeah. Talking in your sleep. So you're listening to talking in your sleep, that's what you like? I like other things too. This one, right? Yeah. You like this? Yeah. What do you like about it? Everything. I really, li- I, I particularly like the, um, the, like the theme of the music. It's just, it's amazing. I love it so much. I like talking in your sleep. I wake you up. I like talking in your sleep. I talk about things like sheep and pigs. I like to talk all night. I'm supposed to be asleep, but I like to talk. Mm. On the podcast. You like that, right? You like that. No. You added that. Space unicorn talks in her sleep. Can you like space unicorn talks in her sleep? Accent, it's like uh, Ted, really weird. What are you doing to entertain yourself? First, listeners, I would just like to address what just happened. I only live here. And second off, you is he saying he's embarrassed? Talk in his sleep. <laughs> I think that's what he's saying. It's I'm not done though. I'm, I'm embarrassed of my done. family. I'm not done. Sawtooth Frank. Okay. Talks in his We're sleep. We're done. We're done. Anyhow, um, he screams about demons, no, no, and devils, no, and stop. sheep. No. Okay, go ahead. Uh, go ahead, uh, Ted, please. Uh, I've come to realize that entertainment is entirely subjective. You could be sitting there staring at the ceiling, and I consider that entertainment at this point. All right. Entertainment. Um, entertainment. Tell us is about the movie. Enter. Tell- Enter- uh, entertain uh, about en- the entertain enter- that we watched over the weekend. What movies did enter- we watch? Um, I don't know. Um, we watched. I'm Batman. <laughs> Batman. No, you have to say it like I'm Batman. We watched. <laughs> say it. I'm Batman. <laughs> Go ahead. We watched Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you no, like get this. Nuts? Let's get nuts. You want to get Let nuts? Watch <laughs> Do it again, Space Unicorn. We watched Batman. No. We watched Batman. Go ahead. We watched... Into the microphone. <laughs> we watched Batman. You need to stop. Um, we watched Batman. Batman. <laughs> okay. We watched... No, 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 Batman. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> But not only did we see Batman, we saw Tim Burton's Batman and Batman Returns. Batman Returns. With which one did you like better, Space Unicorn? Batman Returns. Why? Because there did was you cat- like the Penguin? No, there was Catwoman in it. Uh, meow. One of the all- talk like Catwoman. Meow. No, one of the all-time best DC characters. 
How yeah. dare you? And my mother's favorite. Batman is the best all-time DC character. Lies. Harley Quinn is. Alright, Ted, it's Ted, which... My throat hurts. Ted, did you like these movies? Sorry. Or a punch in the stomach Hold at on, the... I, I, get I, I, I might have things to add if the category is broad enough. Hold on. Um, okay. When, when did you say time frame of movies from when to when? Whenever. I don't know what you're talking about. Alright, well, we recently watched a movie called uh, The Vast of Night, I believe. Oh, Vast of oh, Night. Yeah, we talked about it on episode 88. Alright, I'm going to I'm gonna give my own reflection. Go ahead, It's yeah. going to be so much better than both of yours combined. Alright, go ahead. Anyhow, <laughs> Vast of Night was a great movie, despite being shot on a very low budget. It was filmed uh, very, very nicely. And the storyline was great, and it was a nice alternative to the like, usual alien uh, UFO movies that are very campy. <laughs> Is he playing the sad music? Is this copyrighted? You're gonna, you're gonna get on. Go um, ahead, please give your review. Strike. This is your review music. <laughs> I, I want Cheers playing in the background. You want, okay, I'll give you better review is music. So sad? Go ahead. You want something more is mystical? He the chickens. Okay, go ahead. Tell us about the vast of night. <laughs> please go oh, ahead. Oh God, it's so ominous now. Well, anyway, it was a ve- it was very relieving from the usual kind of sci-fi. Oh wow, aliens! They came and stole people from Earth. Don't give the plot away. Yeah, that's a spoiler. Well, yeah, spoiler alert, All right. Ted. You should, Gosh. Add, you should add a spoiler. What's wrong with you? Spoiler alert. You're supposed warning. to spoiler alert before you spoil. Well, Sawtooth can just edit <laughs> it's one the in. alert right. no. before the spoil. I'm not editing that in. All right, well. Ted's going to forever be known as a spoiler. <laughs> oh, God. I hope, I hope it didn't spoil too much. Spoiler. What other amazing entertainment did you... Uh, Watch or listen or read about recently. Entertainment. That's okay. Entertainment. That's all right. He plays a lot of Minecraft people. Spoiler. <laughs> Spoiler. Right. Spoiler. 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 It's Spoiler. all right. Listen, we Spoiler. all. Spoiler. We all make. Spoiler. We Spoiler. all. Spoiler. Listen. You... Spoiler. Is that even a word? You. Said many, 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 many Not wise things this evening. Not as much as Space Unicorn plays other games and watches TikToks. Spoiler. All right. Um, stomping Jenny. We we'd be remiss if we didn't also mention it was a very big... Oh, we can't talk about that. Forget what? it. What? I don't want to talk about it. What? Oh. But we can't. Uh... You guys have also been watching a lot of Simpsons recently. Has there been an episode that, uh... Not me. I've only watched, um, like, two episodes. Let's say that again. Uh, I, had your mic, I had your mic down. What did you say? Not me. I've only watched, like, two episodes in the past, like, three weeks. It's that more is a big... All right, I think no, they're I think punching. Going going off no. It's ten thirty at night. We gotta end yeah. this. No. Yeah. All right. No. What no. else do you want to say? I don't know. We love ask you. No. The Goldfinch no, movie. Ask. We watched the Goldfinch. Ask yeah, us excellent. more questions. No, we're gonna get. We're gonna get off. Otherwise, I'll kill you. Thanks for making yep. me go deaf by shouting into your microphone. All right, people. Listen. Don't. It's not enough to be 
It's not enough to, to think yourself not racist. You yeah. must be anti-racist. Be an anti-racist. Right. Yeah. Wear a mask. Don't be an idiot. Just be safe. Bye bye. There you go. What Ted said. Yep. Uh, um. Uh. Space unicorn. Anything else you want to say? This is your final thoughts before I mute your mic. Um. Well, let's see. Stay safe. Wear a mask. What Ted said, and don't. Don't mindlessly, um, don't mindlessly, uh, don't mindlessly, uh, Podcast. That's good advice, Space yeah. Unicorn. But, but. Who's yeah. mindlessly podcasting? But you shouldn't go, go into, like, you shouldn't just go into, um, a public store with a lot of people unless you actually need anything. Um, it. So make you can sure, serve your trips. Yeah, to make the sure store. you wash your hands. Wash, wash your, hands your hands and wear a mask. Yeah, and and if it's required, use glove things. Make yes. sure you wash your butt with a bidet. <laughs> okay, All that's right. not funny. Um. Well, goodbye, everyone. Thanks for having me on Tattoos. Thank you, Space Unicorn. It's been a while. And you sat here for the whole thing. Thank you. Thank you. You Thank were a fantastic you. guest. Um, you okay. want to come back sometime? Sure. Let's. I'll come back tomorrow night. Should I contact your your agent? I'll have my have people one. call your. Should I call people? my people and have them call your people? I don't have an agent. I don't have people. You have a um. You have a cat. Should I contact your cat? Contact my podcast. What will they say? They'll say. They'll say this. Yep, um, that sounds about right. All right. All right. It's time goodbye. to wrap this up, goodbye. people. I'm, I'm having so much fun here. stomping. Give me a treat. Give me food. I don't All want good steal things food. Must come Should we food. have Give cake? Me food. Give me food. Yes, cake, 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 cake. Though I'm not having cake because I had ice cream. <laughs> Hold on. We need to say this to everybody. Thank you for listening. We love you. Be safe. Be well. Wear a fucking mask. And what else? Bye now. You didn't hear that. Bye now. 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 Bye now for real. Bye now for real. Bye now double real. I can't beat a double reel by now. Bye. Bye. Wear masks. Stay safe. Bye, everyone. We love you. Okay. Bye. Good evening, my fellow Americans. America knows that this world of ours, ever growing smaller, must avoid becoming a community of dreadful fear and hate. Those who have freedom will understand also its heavy responsibility. That all who are insensitive to the needs of others will learn charity. And that the sources, scourges of poverty, disease, and ignorance will be made disappear from the earth. And that in the goodness of time, all peoples will come to live together in a peace guaranteed 